Welcome to the Lost at Home Podcast 2014 Year End Spectacular. Woo! Insert explosions and fireworks sounds for New Already Year's did, Eve. baby. Already did. And Happy New Year's to everyone if you're listening to this either uh, before, during, or after New Year's. This yeah. should drop around then. So. Around New Year's. It should be popping up around New Year's Eve exactly if we hit our regular schedule. Although i got to say, um, we should put our keep our regular schedule. But in order to do so, we're actually recording this a little prematurely intentionally because we're you know we're all busy around the holidays and yeah, stuff super but, duper uh, busy which is why this show uh if you've already noticed the the play length it's a little shorter than most yep. of them um we're saying this now because we planned out the show so we know we know when we're ending and we know it's going to be a little shorter than usual yeah but we we wanted we didn't want to leave people empty-handed and know we're still around and we will we'll still take the time to find out some stories it just uh so you know some of these stories probably at the latest took place around December 15th earlier, so sorry yeah. if you've already heard them, but you're probably all busy on the holidays and everything as well. Yeah, um, and like a lot of other podcasts and TV shows and news programs right now doing the year-end reviews, you're like, oh great, the Lost Home Podcast can do that too? No. 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 In fact, no. not only that, I'm actually kind of sick of all that fucking holiday Yeah, I remember spirit, what happened you know? 12 months ago. I mean, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, it was like, oh, it was a shitty year with a bunch of weird stuff, but it's the, the Christmas cheer thing, we actually didn't go overboard too much. We did have a Christmas episode-ish and a, another couple little uh, bits and pieces. We're kind of done with Christmas cheer now. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, over. Yep, yep, yep. But we're not done with Christmas topics necessarily, because we're so done with Christmas cheer, we want to get into kind of the anti-Christmas cheer. Yeah, in this week's episode, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about the tradition of Krampus, and we actually have a short interview segment, probably about two minutes long, from a friend of mine who uh, recorded this uh, downtown in Montpelier, the capital of Vermont, and um, it's a little noisy in the background, but uh, it'll, it'll play in with the uh, the Krampus discussion as she actually grew up in Poland and has a little background for you. It was actually part of a tradition, essentially, kind of like we have, you know, we generally grow up with just Santa Claus around yeah. these parts, but they actually grow up with both Santa yeah. Claus and this uh, Krampus. Uh, we'll go into some background, but the Krampus is essentially the Christmas demon. Yep, and then we're going to move into uh, web droppings where we're going to cover just a couple stories, of uh, th- things that happened in December, and then we're going to leave you with an AV segment about a band that we discovered called Fart Barf. Yes. Uh, they formed in 2008, but just came out with their full album and an amazing music video that is pretty much like your atypical 90s slasher film. Yeah. But it's set to their analog synth music. And it's it's awesome. It's like a mini movie. It's really, really, really good. It could essentially be like uh, it's great because we're doing this. There's like this is kind of sandwiched in between two holidays. Like Christmas just got over, about to hit the New Year's, and we're doing pretty much a, a Halloween themed segment at the end. That's how fuck you we are to the. To yeah, the yeah, we're, we're like har- you guys are probably getting sick of all that shit. We're hearkening know? back to Krampus Day. We're hearkening back to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year's, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah perfect. All right, so let's uh, jump right into the show proper. Um, yeah. Let's first give out our information. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find me at the Lost at Home. Yeah, I'm at and, uh, at the at uh, at Sonic Jalopy as well. I think we've been discussing uh, again, not knowing for sure if I, I've posted anything yet as of this point, but maybe by now I'm hoping uh, um, I have posted a thing or two to to my Sonic Jalopy account on Twitter because I haven't for a while. Also, uh, go to Facebook and find us there, Lost and Home Podcast. Uh, if you also want to look up the Horror in the Court podcast, we got one of those dropping uh, yeah, around of now. Christmas, yep. um, we're not going to give an exact date right now because we're still unsure as of recording time. Yeah, it but, could um, either be like it could either be in a couple of days if you're listening to this around. Uh, it depends, really. Again, I get around the busy holiday season, but yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, but it's Christmas. It's that one is Christmas themed, but of course it's horror. It so came it's or awesome. it's coming. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's me. I'm just I'm usually un- unsure of that. And, uh, yeah, while you're on Facebook, make sure to like both of those pages. We uh, we like to drop a little extra for the fans on both of them. You'll find stories that didn't make it on Lost on Podcast. You'll also find uh, more background info on the movies that we discuss on Horror in the Court. Uh, I'll be actually posting a lot more stuff to that soon now that we get it all fully <sighs> up and running. Yeah, and once, uh, again, we, we've kind of, you know, the, the November... Really, like last of October. I mean, uh, Halloween's just an awesome. Uh, I don't really but, consider uh, that one of those shitty uh, holidays. But the rest of them are just so freaking busy. That fucking two months of busyness. So I'm so glad to be done with that, so we can actually get into uh, adding some of that value-added content we've been talking about for a while. So New Year's resolution for me. I never make those, um, but uh, we'll be like really get some beef up that horror in the court podcast. Do some extra new things, maybe fun new things for Lost at Home. Um, here and there. Yeah, and uh, I guess besides that, go to uh, lawofstonepodcast.com. That's our website, and there we uh, post our audio. We post uh, extra show notes sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes extra links, extra videos. Um, you'll find extra fun stuff there. Just just go check it out. We'll be adding more to that, too, once we're into the new year. So expect in the new year a whole lot more from us. We're really going to amp it up a little I'm, bit. I'm going to get a GoPro. I'm going to have a pound-off cam. We're going to have some live-streaming pound-off cam. We should, so. uh, should live-stream on YouTube an episode at one point. Yeah. Oh. Make sure it's a fun one where we intentionally make it really visual. Like, we're doing it, but then we have, like, a live theater, like, performance art group performing yep. in the background. Uh, of like Or or just, or we could perform, uh, my office, we have a, a green screen. We should just sit in front of that and do an episode, and then we can, in post, just throw a bunch of crazy shit in there. We even though even, it's live streaming. <laughs> we could even start simple and just do, like, a live tweet episode where we tell people exactly what time and what day we're going to be on. And they can tweet to me, and we can, uh, you know, discuss those on air. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, actually. We'll we'll uh, we'll make sure to kind of to, to promote that if that if that happens. Yeah, see, we're already brainstorming some new ideas for the for the new 2015 year. And we'll uh, actually with 2015, it brings our first live show. We will be uh, in Saratoga, New York, for a Comic Con, right. Chase Con, and uh, that'll be at the end of April. So we'll be talking more detail on that, and we'll actually be having the uh, the head of Chase Con on the show. Uh, probably about a month, two months before we go there live to uh, talk to you guys a little bit about his event, what's going on, and um, you know, catch you guys up to speed. And if anyone's in the uh, New York area, we'd love to see you there. So uh, let's jump into the show proper. Uh, Krampus. Right, right. Uh, December 5th, about two weeks before Christmas, uh, <coughs> there's another holiday. Mainly the, uh, the Alpine regions of uh, Europe used to celebrate this, and some still do. And um, pop culture is starting to latch onto it, and I love this. There's actually Krampus ugly sweaters you can buy on oh, Amazon nice, now. Oh, nice, nice. I think like the uh, the overdone holiday spirit Christmas shit. There's a lot of bah humbug people out there. Yeah, and this this kind of raises included. my spirits back up. It does, yeah. Well, first of all, I get a little taste of uh, justified taste of Halloween during Christmas. Halloween being my favorite holiday. And yeah, now, you can actually dress up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, uh, just uh, a little background, right? I was actually going to give a little background from us, too. Uh, if you listen back to our uh, episode, I think it was 15, could be wrong, could be 15 or 20, uh, the one with Education Andy. Right. Um, Andy McElfresh. Yeah, Andrew McElfresh was on our show. We interviewed him way, way back when. And he talks a little bit during that episode about him and Kevin Smith working on the new Krampus movie that they're doing right. together called uh, The Anti-Claus. Yeah, and, and also about Which, kind of like a little bit of a... I don't want to say like a rivalry or whatever, but with a with a, I guess kind of a rival Krampus movie as well. That was being... yeah. It was that guy who made that other movie? Can't yeah, remember his name or the other movie he made. But yeah, good. Let's not promote it. Yeah, let's not because we we like we like the uh, 
Mikhail Fresh and uh, and Kevin Smith quite a bit. So let's let's I'm sure theirs will be pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, the Krampus is a uh, beast-like creature from folklore, like I said before, from the alpine regions of Europe, and yep. um, usually came before Christmas, during the Christmas season, and came to misbehaved kids. Uh, he was contrasted to St. Nicholas in the sense that St. Nicholas brought good kids' gifts. Uh, Krampus came and harassed and tormented bad kids. Um, before we actually get into uh, more detail, let's uh, let's play this little interview snippet so that uh, the listeners at home can hear from an actual European, someone who grew up in what? Poland, uh, <laughs> uh, what happens. So uh, let's roll that, Jer. All right. This is Scott, and I'm sitting down Noel. Noelle. We are going to talk about Krampus real quick, because she has an interesting story that she shared with me a few minutes ago, and I'm asking her to actually retell it. So we're going to hear this right now. So I grew up in Poland, and um, on Krampus Day, back when I was a kid, like five, six, seven years old, he would show up in our house without us knowing. So our parents or our grandparents would be like, Krampus Day, Krampus Day. And this guy would show up with a mask on and weird wig. And he was usually really, really tall and big, like a big football player or something really intimidating and super scary and it used to make me cry when I was very very little <laughs> and I never quite understood what exactly it was but with time I got caught up with it that it was my uncle or somebody that they knew but they would show up late in the evening before like when after dinner before you know like before we go to bed getting ready to go to bed and this dude would just walk in <laughs> without us knowing who it was or what it was. But there was a general understanding between my caregivers and him. But anyways, so he would sit down with us and threaten us with the little bundle of sticks. <laughs> and then he would, I don't quite remember, but he would ask for a gift or something. I don't, I still don't really understand what the purpose is of his but that's just my experience when I was a kid he wore a mask he would wear like well not he would wear like a weird wig and then he'd put um, not like pantyhose but like a black shirt over his face and just like grunt and be really weird and I I don't know it was weird what, what country was this Poland. This is in Poland. Wow. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, they, they do that. They celebrate that there a lot more than here, I guess. But it was a big scary man oh. with a black face. Yeah, thank you very much for sharing that story. That's uh, a mask face in a black shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's super interesting. I've never actually known anyone from Europe who actually has been through this exact experience before. Yeah, and it wasn't traumatizing because we knew something was up. But, I mean, my very first experience I remember was when I was two or three and I was gullible. And, <laughs> exactly. You know, I was scared. I was like, what, what the fuck is that? So. No, awesome. Thank you very much, Noel. Yeah, you're welcome. That was Noel. That was right? that was Noel, and uh, okay. thank you, Noel, if you're listening. Um, sure, she is actually. So, so was that thank that you, you just much. you just kind of randomly were like we were just you, talking about Krampus, and, and you were like you just were like here's my that's the beauty of uh, having these pocket computers around. I'm guessing yeah, I just pull out my yeah. phone and audio record it. Not using the standard app on the phone for audio recording. That's complete bullshit. 
Yeah, it, it's the worst well, audio recorder app in the world. Well, there's it's it's great for like voice memos, which is kind of like what it's made made for. Yeah, but like, not for like if you if you want to like do this. anything where you want any options whatsoever, you you need it. What what do you use for a third party app? Not to get too off topic, but um, it's one that's too complex for me to be honest. I I don't know what because I don't I don't actually have one on there, but I it's I called like. Voice Record and it looks like our uh, looks like a podcast mic. Oh, cool. Um, cool. it's got so many settings that I have no idea what to do with it. I just press record and save. Awesome. If you went through it, you'd probably make sense of it because I don't know what all these well, levels. Well, it is nice to have because because everybody you have a pocket recorder like at, yeah, with you at all times. That's my dedicated so one. I've tried to because I I have to remember that too. Like if I come encounter somebody with a cool story or some weird thing, just grab as well it. on the street. You know, real journalistic integrity. Um. Anyway, so yeah, back to Krampus. Uh, Noel gave us a little bit, not so much background, but a little bit on Her the tradition. Experience. Yeah. Which, yep. Um, now, well, we, now, I had just heard about Krampus recently, kind of like fairy tale style about, and it sounded cool because I love it. And actually, if you look at some of the pictures out there, it, there are some people that do some awesome, there's like parades and shit. Yep. yep and currently like, in really a cool, lot of those like, countries, goat do that. horns and like demon, like old school, like, oh man. Yeah. The costumes awesome. are getting really well. Um, young men typically are the ones who really get into this. I'm sure it's not a gender role thing, but I mean. If you look at many of the people playing Krampus in these European countries where they run around the streets with their bundles of sticks whipping people, it actually tends to be like college-age guys for the most part. Yeah, but, a bunch of bros who want yeah. to justify whipping people with sticks. They man. just what want another drinking holiday. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And but, they can do it anonymously, sort of, except for now people are just looking for that guy in that demon mask. So exactly. It's, like, he's got goat feet, goat horns. So, um, yeah, essentially it's like the anti Claws, much like the uh, the Kevin Smith movie and title. title yeah. uh, he just comes to you if you were a bad kid and threatens you. And uh, there's actually certain legends where he will take kids away, have been especially bad, and drag them into the woods of Germany or Poland or wherever. Just, fucking, just it's take so them away creepy, from being man. bad. I love it. It's so cool because it's kind of like the dark Hans Christian Andersen like fairy tales that you you hear growing up that are actually a little bit terrifying. And I, I also like he's also known to be an incubus. Um, or a sexual predator that preys on sleeping humans. Yeah. So. Often looking like either demon-like or yeti-like, but with always with giant horns for yep. the most part. Yeah, and I've seen some really cool, like, uh, old school, like, I mean, I don't know when they would be made, but they're kind of like etchings of, of some art. So, you know, it's it's something that's gone back quite a long time. It, it actually predates Christianity, uh, the, the legend of Krampus. Sweet. Um Originally, it was considered to be the horned god of the witches. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and the uh, the the birch sticks, the 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 bundle of sticks is almost uh, supposed to be a phallic significance. Okay, um, that's and why would, that's why he hits girls with it. It's, and it's it supposed would, to be again like played a dick, by guys a lot, probably. Yeah, just a, it's it's yeah. We're not allowed to actually take your dicks out and slap somebody. So Krampus is too classy for that. Yeah, but it got co-opted over the years. Um, Germany is pretty much where it got its footing in modern day. And when we say modern day, we're going back a couple hundred years still. Um, yeah. that's where, uh, we get, uh, what is it called? Krampusnacht? Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the what do you call it? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm stuttering a little bit on air. Um, there's the Feast of St. Nicholas, which is, uh, on December 6th. Uh, Krampus Day is December 5th. So that is the night of Krampusnacht. That is the actual name of the holiday in Germany. Oh, Krampus uh, night, that's a, right? Yeah. That's essentially where he goes out and appears in the streets. Sometimes, and this is the interesting part, accompanied by St. Nicholas himself. Well, yeah, because he's supposed to almost be a helper. Yeah, kinda. like an assistant, kind of, they say. But, like, uh, so it, it's interesting. I mean, I wonder if it's kind of like how God and the devil are technically, like, the devil is a fallen angel, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of have to be, you kind of have to have the devil to have God. Exactly. In Europe, evil it's... to have good. So you kind of, it's the anti-clause, quite literally. But so you have that evil 
to have the good. Well, yeah, in America, we have Santa Claus who has a naughty and nice list. So he he's the judge and jury. He balances the good and the bad. In, oh, in Europe, Santa or St. Nicholas is there for only the good and well, Krampus much more, is there only for the bad. And, and I think it's much more of the St. Nicholas um, legend versus what we've created, the Santa Claus legend, too. So this is more of like St. Nicholas and Krampus versus what we see as Santa Claus and North Pole with all the elves and stuff. This is more of like the actual... Um, legend of saint nick which makes sense too because you know again you've got like this saint and this demon yeah like kind of battling so you got one responsible for all the good Matt's, that fucking kicks the shit out of a naughty or nice list man now this may become my new obsession but um europeans uh started exchanging greeting cards featuring krampus as early as the 1800s yeah and some of those images seen, you can yeah. google search them are just incredibly creepy and dark like demons shoving kids into bags and yeah. stuff I fucking love it, man. I love that, ah, that creepy like folklore legend. I just love that shit. Yeah, and I like that it's coming back every year. You hear more and more and more about Krampus. There's currently two movies in the works. Uh, you hear news stories about it from time to time because you know college kids doing stupid stuff and alcohol involved. But I, I gotta say, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about any of the bad side of it until something really horrible happens. I'm embracing this holiday and just saying. Every year on December fifth, people need to start actually celebrating this just for I fun. I think yeah, it's cool. Second, second Halloween. Yeah, it, it, that's what it is. It's it's to break up the the fucking two the the, the over. I mean, granted, what we're kind of saying is in order to raise its popularity, it kind of needs to be a little commercialized anyway. But it it does help. I feel like break up the oversaturated commercialization of Christmas and this the Santa Claus bullshit all the time. Just too much. In um in Let's get a demon in. Do there. you know Demons. where Styria is? Styria? Styria? Nope. Um, it's either a country or a province in Europe. Um, the bundles of sticks that he carries are called Rutin bundles. And Rutin in bundles? Rutin. And in uh, Styria, they paint them gold and display them year-round in their house, like on a mantle or on the wall, as a reminder to kids to be good for Krampus Day. Huh. So it's like a year-round, like, you better be careful or that demon's gonna rape your mom and with throw a, you in a sack and drag you in the woods with a golden because for stick. some reason there's always a sexual connotation towards women with it too well it's a, it's a pretty archaic i mean kind of makes sense if it's an archaic legend you know or folklore those tend to have been a little bit more i don't know draconian in terms yeah. of the some countries aren't nearly as dark with it either like if you go into austria apparently uh it's very tourist friendly how they market it now and it's almost like humorous they they, they play up the jokey side of it and the less threatening side of it and they're basically trying to appeal to tourists yeah. about looking like we have dark, weird, medieval-style like, uh, demonic figures in our pop culture. Like Hitler and Nazis in Japan. You can go in Japan and apparently just buy, like, a Hitler, Hitler dolls. And yeah, like, like because it's not, chi- but not chi- as, like, Hitler a... Hitler blind boxes. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not as, like, a, uh, you know, like a hooray for Hitler thing, but as a, uh, you know... Well, you yeah. saw that Facebook post, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, from our friend Chris in Japan. Yeah, he was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, the Hitler costume yeah. in the store. Yeah, it was just like, it was, On he was walking by and he's like, that's really not cool in our country, but I guess apparently in, yeah. I mean, they have a different, uh, I mean, obviously their side in World War II was uh, much more complicated, uh, I mean, for, for Americans to understand, obviously. Because yeah. we have a very specific view, obviously, of what happened in uh, World War II. We weren't too friendly with the Japanese back in those days. It's funny, um, like we were talking about different regions. If you go into um, a certain region in France, uh, Krampus is known as Hans Trop and oh, yeah. uh, is accompanied by a Christ-like child character as he goes around, um, appearing to young maidens. Hmm. A little different, like from region to region it switches. And I think that's very interesting how you can, you know, take something as weird as 
Saint Nicholas's demonic helper, and then in some countries it's like he's Jesus's buddy. Yeah, well, it's, it, <laughs> it's curious because I mean, clearly baby, baby Jesus's buddy. It's an old, uh, you know, old old folklore. So it's obviously had time to evolve, and obviously before the days of the internet and television and even media in general so you kind of like each one would kind of pass down its own tradition it would kind of get ingrained in the culture but i also feel like because it's not nearly as popular it kind of had less of a chance to get completely synthesized down like now santa claus is kind of santa claus even the old european countries who uh are a little bit more along the traditional saint nick side they still have an understanding of the santa claus yeah. the red jolly red you know, jolly fat guy in a suit kind of thing. Whereas I, I'm just thinking maybe Krampus hasn't had a chance to get completely, uh, you know, synthesized down into something boring yet. There's only one country, and it's Hungary, where they consider this to be a race of creatures, not just a specific demon. Oh, so a Krampus as opposed the, to the, the Krampus? They call him Krampus with okay. a S-Z at the end. Oh, okay. Krampus. Cool. So, um, yeah, there's your uh, little tidbit, a little bit of information on Krampus. I'm sure if you go online and wiki it or something, you might find more than what we just gave you. But we just want to encourage uh, this obscure holiday that's becoming bigger and bigger each year. Uh, we probably should have maybe encouraged it a week before Krampus Day so people were at the ready. But uh, it's well, a primer yeah. for next year. Next, and next year, year, we'll, year we'll, we'll do uh, a Krampus special or something, you know? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll do a whole hour of reading off Wikipedia pages. Yeah. Maybe like we'll just completely skip any Thanksgiving related stuff, so that like the week week and a half or so. Before. Actually, maybe our horror in the court next year, if we're still doing that show all oh, the way. Oh yeah, then yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe uh, Kevin Smith and the his rival will both have their Krampus films out, and we can put them head to head. And that would be that would be good too, because instead of doing because uh, it's hard, it's tough to find Thanksgiving themed ones, you know. I mean, we did this this past time just yeah, that would come like out eating. just before December fifth. But so. I don't want to do the same thing we did this year, and I don't want to actually do a th yeah. That would be cool. We don't always have to stick to holidays. I figure that's just a promo thing we're doing this year. Just yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, we definitely don't, but if it makes sense, I mean, I feel like we can do it once around. So yeah. that, that'll be the first Krampus Day one we'll do, and probably the, the last one. Exactly. And uh, and then we can just have fun with the rest. All right. Cool. Uh, do you want to move into web droppings? Yeah, let's just do the, the real deal, huh? All right. Uh, did you uh, want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Your choice. Uh, I'll go first here. Okay, um, shoot. You kind of brought uh, most of the Krampus stuff to the table, including that, uh, that little interview there. Um you know, uh, we've talked about pornography on the show, and actually, I think uh, just a few weeks ago, we talked about the, uh, I mean, we actually, the, the, the poor UK being deprived of uh, some of their Yeah, the, the, the UK the porn damage is ridiculous. Um, yeah, and this this was actually just, uh, this kind of, that's just an aside. Hello, this. governor, don't spank that lady in front of a camera. No, the vicar will get you. Vic, I think vicar's Lisa, thing. Lisa, can I have another? No, we banned it. See, that's yep. that's my uh, that's my one man play called <laughs> We knew, Shouldn't knew. That, man, that porn because yeah. that's what porn is now. Like it's just that is the whole porn. Be like, man, I I barely got off to this. It was a young boy being yelled at for <laughs> getting spanked and liking it. <laughs> well, the the, the the higher pitch voice was supposed to be a lady. Uh, uh, oh, really? Okay, a, a lass, no, I just thought it was like, lass. oh, could I have another? Like like a little. Uh, well, she's being porridge. spanked. She's about to be spanked. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, kind of, but I, I thought, like, yeah, kind of like uh, orphans. Two shillings for a pence. And yeah. they're like, no, no, no pences, no shillings, they're banned. Yeah, no, because, wait, those are sexual things now? I, wait, I do. Oh, are you, <laughs> you, you, you put them like a coin slot, like, into the rectum? Yeah, how many shillings can you fit in your tuber? 
Oh, uh, at least 45. Oh, my bum tube is full of shillings. Was that uh, rhetorical, or did you actually want a number? No, 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 I'm just saying stuff. Oh, shit. Want me to make change, Governor? No. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow shits out the right amount. (laughs) Nickels, dimes, quarters, all that. All I've got is a sixpence. What do they have? Pence, shillings, doubloons? I Wasker, dunes. Uh, Yeah, because I... I, (laughs) Two Wasker balloons for a doubloon, sir. Keep the pence. Shillings, shillings, pence. pence. Yeah, whatever. The balloons. I like the balloons. <laughs> oh, um, oh yeah. Five rascal flats for one single. Eh? <laughs> Where did rascal flats come from? Rascal flats. It's, yeah, it's, it's what it's, they call a fiver. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So like an American kind of folky country band. Yeah. I gave you three rascal flats. You deserve to give me back a creed. Boy. Oh, you know. And all you gave me back was one stabbing westward. Scott uh, Scott Stapp was uh, recently in the news again. Yes, he was. Yeah, uh, I don't really want to go into too much, but we have dead. We dead. <laughs> not yet, not yet. You know, I'm I'm actually kind of feeling bad because I think we might not be that far off when we were saying that he's going to be, be funny if, if we're actually not recording this on the right date. So uh, if he dies and we just broke that news on like that Wednesday, yeah, that's right. You heard it here first, Mike. Yeah, Mike, Michael Stapp dead. Dill, Michael Dill, Stapp or Scott Stapp both. <laughs> It Michael Stapp is murder suicide. Him and his his yeah, invisible friend that yeah. he oh, just yeah. happened to find. Yeah, and just name. My name's Michael. Roger. You're Michael. Stapp. Michael Stapp now murder suicide bitch. Because you always scream that before murder yeah. suicide. I'll plug your nose. You plug my nose, <laughs> and we shove dildos into each other's mouths as hard as we can yeah. until we both die simultaneously. All I've got is shillings. Why you're homeless? You shouldn't have shillings. You shove um, at least one rascal flat. <laughs> Well, uh, that, I mean, I, the the UK porn thing was just an aside because I wanted to point out, like, oh, we do talk about pornography every once in a while on the show because, you know, it just pops up in the news and we're the news that falls through the cracks. And uh, I won't make an ass crack joke there just because it seems too too cheap and easy. But uh, McDonald's in, uh, uh, this was in the Swiss area of Solothurn, um, Zuckwil, I guess, a town of about 8,600 people, um, accidentally... Uh, broadcast hardcore porn at a McDonald's uh, during, luckily, just the late night shifts. It was mostly adults, or all adults in the uh, shop, but it apparently went on for a while. Like, it was on the TV. <laughs> Somebody must have had, like, their computer hooked up to it or something playing, and it just must have probably went on to the next thing. It's I actually have recurring nightmares about that, being, like, at work and having all these pop-up windows pop up with all this porn, <laughs> and me being like, no, no, it's not mine, it's just, and I can't get everything shut fast enough, and everybody's coming over to, like, check something out, and so this actually, like, somebody was, poor bastard was sitting there, like, probably trying to put a, you know, movie or TV on from his computer onto the, the screen, and all of a sudden, a, like, hardcore porn, they actually show, somebody took a picture of it, of course, it's, like, blurred out, but there are these people just sitting at this table at a McDonald's, staring up at the screen, and... You can clearly tell there's some guy just pounding the shit out of some woman on there. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so that was uh, that's the, that I kind of I might hit McDonald's up every once in a while if I could go in and get my porn and my diabetes. I McDonald's like obesity. twice a year, and the one that's I most convenient for me to go to always plays Fox News, and it pisses me off so bad. I will definitely take hardcore pornography over Fox News. Oh, me too. I learn more from it. Yeah, <laughs> You're like hmm. You know that Obama ain't so bad. You know it's probably, uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, and the person next to you is like, "That's that's not Obama. Not yeah. all black men look the same." And yeah, you're like you're yeah, the I can racist actually... for saying that. Yeah. I was just making social commentary. Exactly. I was trying to refer back to this thing my friend and I were talking about on a show one time. Just because you weren't there doesn't mean I can't talk about it. 
Um, you know what's funny? Uh, speaking yeah. of uh, porn, Pornhub actually came out with a world map a couple weeks ago, which we, I wanted we to talk about that too. We, yeah, we neglected to talk about, it. and it basically shows who comes the quickest based on country. Uh, I kind of think it's hilarious, and I'm wondering how they got this information. My guess it would be on length of videos viewed. Is would that be the only way you could gather that? Like, I mean, without an actual poll, but. I mean, if you go to their site, I mean, they probably have IP address information, so maybe it's based on how long you linger on their site. They, yeah, oh yeah, and they're, they're, so they're like, clearly when you navigate away from their site, it means you're done. Exactly. Uh, it appears, according to this chart, whether it's scientific or not, um, Iraqis have the uh, lowest time recorded in the world at 5 minutes 30 seconds. It could be because they get murdered for looking at pornography when the second they get found out, they... You know, they're, they're a little less likely to maybe spend 30 minutes on a porn site. Now, now this is interesting. African countries have the greatest staying power. Uh, all ranked an average score, if you will, of 12 to 13 minutes with one country, uh, Togolese, coming in at 15 minutes, 3 seconds. Hmm. I am curious about how they collected this data. Yeah, me too. It's very specific. 15 minutes, 3 seconds? Because that seems like that is based on uh, usage data on the, in that case. Uh, China also sits near the top of the uh, the chart, by hmm. the way. Um, let's see. Where's the good old U.S. of A? Uh, I was looking to see. It's middle of the pack. U- UK, read, uh, UK members spend about nine and a half minutes. Well, I want it probably less now or, or maybe more, I guess, if they can't get off with their BDSM. Um, I would say we are about average with the U.K. Uh, looks like the Australia, Canada, Mexico, the U.S., the U.K., and some of the Norway, Norwegian-type countries uh, all are on the same level. So we'd say probably about nine minutes. White people. Yeah, the the, the whitest of the white people in the world, yeah. minus Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they, they all fit in around nine minutes. So, so there's a little bit of porn trivia for the year. Um, yeah, I like that. If you're worried about us slipping in another valuable demographic or score, uh, get your staying power up. Yeah, I mean, think about your grandma playing baseball naked. When when you're when you're at work, pop up that Pornhub video just and keep just it keep on it, the background. Just yeah. keep it in the background. Keep it playing. Second, play. second screen it. So just slide, slide it over to a monitor. Yeah, it doesn't click exist. a playlist so it's playing the entire bunch of whole bunch of shit, and you can just be like, man, I needed it. I need fucking three hours to 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 finish. Um, the the Pornhub actually produced a couple other results too. With like, uh, was it states or countries? I think it was states or something that preferred butts over boobs. Or yeah, boobs I, over butts. I saw that, but I thought that was kind of um, dumb. Like, and then, I, I just don't. Once again, this is barely scientific, so I got to figure that's even less. Well, that one might just be a poll. I mean, honestly, it would have that to. Would, it would, that would be, be a, that would be a lost more simple to be like, oh, online poll while you're here whacking off. Why don't you click to see whether you're not whether or not you like butts or boobs and which state you're in? Boom. Yeah. Poll done. Probably not, again, not t- terribly scientific. Now, uh, to go back to your McDonald's story one last time, I, lo- right. I love reaching back because you, you set me up nicely for my two. So uh, if you don't mind, okay. I'm going to jump ahead of you on one. You do, yeah. Uh, man arrested after using McChicken sandwich to assault wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah this happened a couple this. weeks ago, too, but being or a year-ender, like, year you know, it's, it's a good few to, weeks ago now, it's probably, good to pull right? them back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this happened in Des Moines, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy was jailed on a Tuesday for going into a McDonald's uh, getting him a chicken sandwich and using it as a weapon against his pregnant wife. Was that like the intention of like I need a weapon? Let me go to a uh, uh, fast food restaurant. Um, it looks like his wife McDonald's? bought it. This is a twenty-one-year-old man. Oh, um, yeah. It appears his wife bought it and he didn't like it, so he oh. threw it at her. Okay. Um, he was arrested for simple domestic assault and taken to jail immediately. Yeah. 
Um, As opposed to all that complicated domestic stuff. Well, he also said that his wife assaulted him first, uh, woke him up with a McChicken sandwich in hand, and <laughs> she was really upset at him and started yelling at him, and then he, then he threw the sandwich at her because uh, he was mad at her, and it, it sounds like a really stupid situation. Yeah, it sounds like probably, you know, just a standard spat turned... Uh, if it wasn't a McChicken, it probably would have barely made news, but it made yeah. it made some news around. Well, I mean, I don't know where the line should be drawn here, but to get domestic violence for what happened, um, when the officers came, she had mayo on her shirt and a little on her face. Yeah. Um, that was it as far as we can tell, although the police did say that the woman's nose was swollen. Um, maybe a little more happened than what we know about, so perhaps he did. Yeah, and, and perhaps times, he hit her or something, and, so... The, the basis of the story sounds like it, it was a whole lot of nothing, but if she was actually injured and that could be proved, then he's a And it could back. be, like, that could also just be, like, an underlying, um, I mean, it could just be this, this issue, obviously, brought it to light, but it sounds like if he's an underlying kind of violent dick or something like that, then yeah, know, if throwing he, if, something at somebody's face is kind of like, well, it just happened to be McChicken that this time, but next time it'll be a fucking frying pan or something. Exactly. If that set him off, if literally he opens up the McDonald's bag and it's like, a McChicken? A McChicken? Yeah. I want a McChicken. Fuck you, Spicy bitch. McChicken. And he just throws it in. Yeah. No, it's, it's not cool. Um, I just thought the headline was pretty humorous, and it ties into your McDonald's story. Right, yeah, McDonald's. And I'm just hoping that there is actually no assault that happened, and maybe this is all misunderstanding. And if it is, then funny story. Yeah. If not, uh, stay in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool down a little bit, buddy. Yep. They don't feed you McChickens in jail. He'll be safe there. Yeah. Probably gets better food than McChickens in jail. <laughs> uh all right. Uh, do you have uh, one last story to go out on this week? Um, or do you want to hit the AV segment? Uh, no, I, I just wanted a, like a brief thing because it touches a little bit back on we haven't we haven't talked a lot about um, uh, we we've talked a lot about Christmas in the last few weeks and stuff like this. And there were actually a couple of I don't want to say they're Hanukkah stories because they are actually swastika stories, but they happen to have uh, been brought to light because of well, one of them specifically um, because of Hanukkah wrapping paper in Walgreens uh, that supposedly um, was put on the shelf. And I, I looked at the picture, actually, and at first I was like, I can't see swastikas in there because I was looking at the negative space as opposed to the positive space. And okay. then the second I looked at the positive space, I don't know if you've actually seen this No, picture, I have not. But it's very clearly swastikas in those little blue areas. <laughs> like, uh... at first I was looking at this negative space, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, no, those are – I mean – Accidental, I'm sure, because they probably just patterned something. And uh, uh, the, uh, the unfortunate side of the swastika, swastika is that the, the, well, the historical, obviously, but yeah. well, no, it's it's the fact that it, in terms of um, efficiency and design, mm -hmm. it's actually, and this really kind of hits home for the Germans, and they're known for efficiency and all that. It's an efficient design for a lot of processes for architecture. Building shape like that actually have fluidity on how mm -hmm. things can come and go through them. I know we can, we kind of can't use it anymore because. But it accidentally happens. You every once in a while see those universities and this is that, like, it, that are photographed from above where they're like, "Oops, we accidentally de designed our new wing of the university to be shaped like a swastika." This is clearly like accidental because I can actually see based on the way I looked at it. It looks like the blue shapes are like the lines are kind of meant to outline what are you know more like tetrisy shapes, and when they just happen to. Linked together, of course, the lines actually uh, inter intersect, and then all of a sudden it becomes a swastika. So Walgreens um, issued a national recall um, on Hanukkah. The, the I mean, on the Hanukkah. Right? <laughs> on Hanukkah, yeah. Walgreens has revoked Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no more. We're coming um, for you next, Kwanzaa. Yeah, which also I believe this uh, it's actually. Did, took are place they working Hanukkah. with uh, Kirk Cameron? Um, 
bro. This <laughs> it's a conspiracy. A Cam Kirk Cameron's conspiracy. Thank you for bringing Kirk Cameron into it because we actually missed a week. We did Kirk Cameron. We, the Aaron McGathy week when we did that interview. We, yeah. we didn't mention Kirk Cameron once. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so because I don't think we mentioned during the interview or anything. It's too bad. It, it'd be almost. It, it's almost too bad if maybe at the end of the uh, the outro. If maybe just spoken, like his name is just said, like maybe in a whisper, like, oh, Kirk Cameron. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Yeah, maybe we did mention it that huh. week, actually. Maybe we haven't missed the Kirk Cameron week in December yet. Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, there, you know, boohoo, kind of sucks, Walgreens, Hallmark. I'm surprised somebody didn't see this, but I'm sure, like, busyness of the season just gets Once again, out. That, that, that swatch kit design, the way you showed it to me, and uh, if anyone wants to go online and find this, I'm pretty sure they can. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all over the... It's um, all over it the... honestly looks like a lot of those patterns you see when um, Chinese restaurants are decorated. They have those ribbed, you know, like, three lines going side by side or four lines, yep. and sometimes they intersect and overlap so they make squares and grids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It looks and, just like And that. this really is, it looks like a couple of Tetris pieces put together that happen to, again, the, the, the way the lines intersect make a uh, look of a swastika. So I can understand the mistake, and again, probably being churned out really quickly around the holidays, they weren't, it probably didn't go through a lot of, you know, control of like, oh, make sure this doesn't look like Nazi propaganda. Okay, good. So maybe they'll be... Uh, uh, careful about it. Unfortunately, a pro swastika alliance um, said that they, uh, <coughs> excuse me, would prefer that it go back on the shelf. There's, they, a, there's a Facebook group you don't want to join. Yeah, the pro swastika alliance. I, I feel like if I wanted to be a dick and I ever got a hold of somebody's like Facebook thing, instead of posting like shitty, like I would just start liking all this kind of creepy shit like that. Oh, that'd be amazing because that would like fuck things up for them way more than if you just posted a bunch of shitty posts. Oh, because they probably wouldn't notice it forever. Yeah. And allow it, allow it to like post on their behalf and shit like that, and like post things to the wall. Oh, and all this. Good prank, I like uh, that. Yeah, to ruin people's lives. I would think it was more of a revenge prank than yeah. anything. You don't do that uh, to a good friend unless they're really understanding. You do that to someone you hate. Yeah, yeah. Maybe somebody like on that have like multiple Facebook accounts. Um, but anyway, yeah. On the uh, just on a, a quick little aside, I also came across this thing. Um, I've been recently this woman in Oklahoma City. Uh, bought her four-year-old some, you know, those little stupid eggs from the, you know, gumball machine type. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah. Like, quarter machines. Quarter, get the, like, the yeah. most cheap, ridiculous shit that nobody yeah. ever needs. Choking hazard machines, essentially. Yeah. Um, I, I, she got, like, three or four things for her kid, and by the last one, she ended up uh, opening up, and there was actually this Nazi symbol ring, uh, you know, the, I don't know what they call it, you know, the eagle or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Iron Eagle or whatever. Yeah. So there was a... Uh, and again, I'm curious if it's actually... It looks uncannily similar to that. Well, the two-headed but... eagle is also a... Uh, it's a symbol used in the... What do you call it? The, the Freemason Society as yeah, well. Yeah. Well, it's again a lot of that stuff that uh, the, it's the, a crossover Nazis, symbol. the Nazis used as like, these powerful symbols that weren't theirs originally. It's not like they, they didn't have like a Nazi designer necessarily like, on well, Every once in a while, if you find... like they a kind of ruined it. Yeah. If you find a Freemason grave, gravestone, or uh, shrine or whatever they, they put up for their death, sometimes you'll actually see a two-headed eagle on the top of it, but they have to be like a high level mason to to get that yeah and um you know uh, once again the the nazis kind of ruined something you know i'm sure that the hitler mustache was probably pretty cool at one point and then no obviously nobody can charlie chaplin rock it, it, it was way it was it was the chaplain at one point and then it became the, the, the hitler, hitler and then you're like fuck and you can't believe that since the hitler no one's like taking it back you know I yeah uh, I just like it could be the the LaBeouf very I, easily I think yeah <laughs> boy uh, he was just starting to redeem himself <laughs> and then he decides to rock the, the he's Le like no it's the chaplain 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I had on. That's this week in uh, in okay. Nazi propaganda. Now, uh, doing this show a little out of order from the normal stuff since we're doing a year-end review type thing. Uh, one band this past year kind of stuck out for us. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show that band's name is Fart Barf. Yes. Uh, we covered a couple different bands this year, a bunch of different artists, including Kurt Von Stetten, who did our new theme song that we've been rocking now for over a month. Yep, and uh, and we I think we played uh, a couple weeks ago. We played another one of his tracks, and also uh, if you we're gonna play some Fart Barf at the end of this. Um, yeah, well, actually, that. we'll play uh, the song that goes along with the video that we wanted to discuss. Yeah, uh, and, uh, homeless in Heathrow. The if, song is if called. If you like that, another a band that we covered. It's actually a person that's very similar to this. If you like it, was the I think it was back uh, probably in our early days. Um, within our first 10 episodes was uh, Perturbator, if you remember that. Yep, yep. It was kind of like 80s synthy um, horror music. Well, also, so. when we did the uh, the Goblin Week, uh, where we talked about African goblins, you played uh, yeah, ne- Necrogoblicon, yeah. yep. yep. which That's is right. also yep. very similar. Uh, Fart Barfs are uh, pick of the year for music. They first formed back in 98, but their uh, first full album came out this year, and it's, uh, how would you describe it, Jer? Um, Dirty analog horror synth. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good that's a good way to describe yeah. it, yeah. Um, their one album has a song called Homeless in Heathrow, which is their single. And we're going to play it at the end of this show, but go to YouTube and find it because the video for it is astounding. It's uh, It literally looks like uh, a modern-day version of Scream or any of those uh, home invasion slasher, teen slasher type movies. And it has a slasher villain wearing one of the Fart Barf stage masks. They all wear these, like, goofy mask with big teeth and facial hair. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind of horrifying, and the, the video is just superb. Yeah, um, it looks like they and the music live like too. that and everything, too. Like, they, it looks like they put on quite a show by the looks of it. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, they're, um, they're not super well-known, unfortunately, because I'm not sure if they'll ever come near us enough to see them, but who knows? They could uh, they could rise up through the ranks and, you know, make a East Coast appearance. They may have before. seems like they could play in a cool Boston spot or even higher ground. Or oh, something. definitely. They could actually um, get big with their sound in their own community of music, but they'll probably never be on, like, pop radio, unfortunately. Oh, no, no. I mean, that, I mean, but I, I kind of expect that nowadays. It's kind of like pop radio who gives a shit. It's like the, the, the through the blogosphere and everything, these bands can make perfectly good livings playing the music they actually want to make with no... Uh, creative integrity compromises exactly that you get if you were on you know pop radio and sure you get played to a million other people um but one artists don't make any money on record sales or anything anyway so who gives a shit if you sell a million it's more of if you can pack up a place with diehard fans that'll stick with you and yeah this, this is kind of band i feel like musicians if, make nothing off of actual album sales no and nothing. if if they like if they're actually kind of either on their own label or, or on an indie label they get to keep at least a significant um portion if not all of like merchandising sales yep. is where they make all their money and and sometimes the uh obviously the money that you actually get for playing gigs but um they sound pretty cool and I, they're actually playing well you might be listening to this after new year's but uh they're playing a new year's eve show in california at uh, the standing room there's only 200 tickets available so they might be sold out already but if you're listening to this and you're in the california area and uh you're listening to this on new year's eve run uh they're playing at like nine o'clock i guess uh with a couple other bands so all right, and um, this is something I found of theirs online from August of uh, 2008. It's a uh, declassified telegram from uh, the desk of Fart Barf Incorporated. It is the five-point Fart Barf Manifesto. One, set public expectations low, but keep internal standards high. <laughs> Two, attempt only to please yourself. If others choose to like it, so be it. That's awesome. Three, avoid all trends. Nothing good ever comes from following them. Four, create what others cannot easily duplicate and probably wouldn't want to anyway. Five, 
everything fun mustn't always be fart barf, but everything fart barf must always be fun. That's the, that's exactly what we're talking about, that integrity that you get to have if you're actually on your own. Yep. You wouldn't be able to create a manifesto and live by it um, if you were on like a, like a super major radio label or something. They're pretty much like, I kind of like, they a lot of those uh, kind of go along with a lot of the things I like to, to like consider when making something, especially more as I get older, like I'll get a little more wise with creativity. You just kind of do what you like as opposed to trying to be like, what will make me popular? Because then if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to get popular even if you're doing something that's trendy because people are going to be able to smell through the bullshit and tell that you're not having fun doing it. So exactly. These guys, you can tell, have a lot of fun and they love their their synths and stuff. And um, people who have listened to the show might know that I'm a, a synth geek as well, so I really like this kind of analog yep, synth type well. stuff. And so. Yeah, we, we definitely want to go out on this year of 2014 as it ends. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening to this in 2015, just close your eyes and pretend. Think about all the uh, things that happened this past year. Um, Bill Cosby raped a bunch of people. and uh, <laughs> I think he did that earlier. but that, that, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, cops brutality kind of hit a peak of 12 yep. on a scale of 1 to 10. Yep, cops just started brutalizing people. Um, all this started uh, just this year. Yep, that's it. That's all that <laughs> happened this year. Yeah, police brutality, Bill Cosby raped people. Yep. <laughs> so uh, here's to a great 2015. We uh, we hope you guys all join us in the new year and continue listening. Thank you for listening to us to us all of 2014, our first year, and uh, thank you for being with us. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. And uh, without further ado, have a good year, and uh, see you next one. Yes. Bye.